Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. I was standing on the seashore and I looked out over the ocean. In the distance I saw a pole and what appeared to be a sign attached to the pole sticking out of the water. As I looked at the pole, I saw two boats behind the pole, and looking out further was the horizon line where the sea meets the sky. As I continued to look at the pole and the boats, it appeared as if the pole was moving right to left and the boats were stationary. Even knowing this could not be true, my mind was still forming a wrong perception of the situation. The reality was that the boats were moving and the pole was stationary. The reason my mind interpreted the situation incorrectly was because my sight had no unchanging visual anchor of reference, such as the land on the horizon. Therefore, I could not interpret the situation correctly. Spiritually, the same principle applies. If we don't have an unchanging anchor of reference of God's love in Jesus and our need for a saviour, then when we view the circumstances of this world, we can have a false perception. We can interpret things incorrectly. We can even form a belief system that is false. In this life, we experience loss. Loss of a loved one, loss of a work placement, loss of a place to live, loss of a purpose, loss of identity and self-worth, loss of knowledge, loss of belief, and loss of hope. Such circumstances are extremely stressful and can be overwhelming. Unless we have the anchor point of the reality of God's love, an unconditional and unending love, we can misinterpret circumstances and get lost in the hopelessness. We can even form a false perception of God. Imagine if you've been displaced from your home. You are in exile in a strange land amongst the unfamiliar, far away from your homeland and place of your ancestors separated from a place where you believe the living God dwelt. You are now surrounded by a different culture, belief system and socio-economic structure. You feel you are at the lowest end of the world system, in exile from everything that meant something to you. This is the exact situation of the Hebrew people when the Babylonian Empire had entered Jerusalem. Many were taken captive, displaced from their homes, place of worship, culture and identity. They were now in a foreign land, and they lamented. They sat down by the rivers of Babylon and wept as they remembered Zion. Yet God's love never changes. He reaches down into the circumstances of this world, to reveal himself and set people free. God sent a word picture of himself by the way of his prophet Ezekiel. 
Ezekiel was also in exile under the captivity of the Babylonians. God showed Ezekiel an open heaven. And every Hebrew believed that God dwelt in the heavens. For God to open the heavens meant he is giving access to them to see into the unseen. Have open access to him, where he shares his thoughts, his words, and his heart with them. In the context of Ezekiel's present reality, God opened Ezekiel's eyes to see into God's eternal realm. Let us look through the eyes of the prophet Ezekiel and see the creatures in the wind, the wheels within the wheels, and the throne above the firmament. Ezekiel chapter 1 verses 4 to 14 Then I looked, and behold, a whirlwind was coming out of the north, a great cloud with raging fire engulfing itself, and brightness was all around it, and radiating out of its mist was like the colour of amber, out of the midst of the fire. Also from within it came the likeness of four living creatures, and this was their appearance, They had the likeness of a man. Each one had four faces, and each one had four wings. Their legs were straight, and the soles of their feet were like the soles of calves' feet. They sparkled like the colour of burnished bronze. The hands of a man were under their wings on their four sides, and each of the four had faces and wings. Their wings touched one another. The creatures did not turn when they went, but each one went straight forward. As for the likeness of their faces, each had the face of a man. Each of the four had the face of a lion on the right side. Each of the four had the face of an ox on the left side. And each of the four had the face of an eagle. Thus were their faces. Their wings stretched upward. Two wings of each one touched one another, and two covered their bodies. And each one went straight forward. They went wherever the Spirit wanted to go, and they did not turn when they went. As for the likeness of the living creatures, their appearance was like burning coals of fire, like the appearance of torches going back and forth among the living creatures. The fire was bright, and out of the fire went lightning, and the living creatures rang back and forth, in appearance like a flash of lightning. What an incredible picture! A scene of high drama. A whirlwind, great cloud, raging fire, radiating light the colour of amber and the creatures in the wind. Remembering our anchor point is God and his unending love and his desire to reveal the truth of himself and set people free. Free from fear, brokenness, unbelief, oppression, rebellion and captivity. Mentally, physically, spiritually, 
emotionally free. Let us look at the creatures in the wind. Each has four faces which enables them to see in any direction. They have the ability to always move forward in any direction. The four corners of the earth, the north, the south, the east and the west, they move simultaneously. They are all seeing or perceiving everything throughout all the earth. These creatures, the four living creatures, are indeed supernatural. One is the likeness of a man, the second an ox, the third a lion and the fourth an eagle. This is indeed symbolism. These animals and their symbolism or meaning of what they represent have great significance in the ancient world. All four in some way represent power. The first one, the likeness of a man represents humanity. The divine man, the anointed man. The ox is symbolic of service, production, powerful increase and patient laboring. The ox is on the left, where the lost are to be found. The ox would plough the fields in readiness for the crops. The ox would tread out the corn or wheat of the harvest. The ox supplied milk and cheese in addition to strong labour. The third is the lion. On the right, in the position of power. And even today the lion is associated with strength, courage, leadership or kingship the ultimate power and authority. The lion is fearless. And the fourth is the eagle, which represents swiftness, freedom, power to soar above the storms, towards the heavens, and glide effortlessly on the warm winds. It is also known as a scavenger sweeping away what is decaying. All four are a representation of the portrait of Jesus in the four Gospels. In Luke's Gospel, we see Jesus as the man, saviour, the divine, perfect man. The text reveals that Jesus is of the seed of the Holy Spirit, yet from the tribe of the first man. In Mark's Gospel, there is an emphasis depicting Jesus as the servant saviour. God who chose to be a servant for humanity. He came to save the lost. And the text focuses on Jesus' earthly ministry years, even skipping over his birth. In Matthew's Gospel, Jesus is the King Saviour from the royal line of King David. Jesus has been given the ultimate power and authority. In John's Gospel, Jesus is revealed as the God-Saviour, the Divine, the One who came from Heaven, the Son of God who became a man, fully God, fully man, to bring freedom, empowerment, cleansing and eternal life to His creation. The four living creatures in the wind reveal much about God and His heart for humanity. God is still working, even in the darkness. 
He delivers, he anoints, he serves, he sends, he empowers, he cleanses, he rules and reigns. In his unending love, he brings freedom to all who are willing to receive. God's mission is to set the oppressed free, raise up the downtrodden, heal the brokenhearted, give liberty to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, and change wrong perceptions. He rules the nations in his love, truth, and power. Regardless of individual circumstances, Let us continue on in verses 15 to 20. Now as I looked at the living creatures, behold, a wheel was on the earth beside each living creature with its four faces. The appearance of the wheels and their workings was like the colour of beryl, and all four had the same likeness. The appearance of their workings was, as it were, a wheel in the middle of a wheel. When they moved, they went toward any one of four directions. They did not turn aside when they went. As for their rims, they were so high they were awesome. And their rims were full of eyes all around the four of them. When the living creatures went... The wheels went beside them, and when the living creatures were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up. Wherever the Spirit wanted to go, they went, because there the Spirit went, and the wheels were lifted together with them, for the Spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels." Again, the imagery reveals much about God. The wheels are symbolic of movement, time and the cycle of life. The rims are full of eyes. The movement of the wheels is four-directional throughout the four corners of the earth, north, south, east, west. They are one with the four living creatures and the Spirit of God. God is moving and he's moving fast. He is not limited to time and space dimensions, nor bound to a region, nor limited by a false perception or unbelief of him. Remember at the time of writing that the perception of God was that he dwells only in Jerusalem. God does not dwell in a foreign land where humanity has been given power to self and the gods of their own making. So God is revealing himself to Ezekiel and a rebellious people that he is all-seeing, all-knowing, all-present, all-powerful, the one true God. He is the God of everywhere. He is there with them in their exile. He sees everything, including their rebellion and the things they do in secret. Yet he still pursues in love, truth and power. He is the great I am. No matter where we are physically in this world, no matter where we are spiritually on our journey, 
No matter where we are mentally in our perceptions of God, no matter where we are in our circumstances, God is with us. He wants to reveal himself to us and deliver us from all evil and the bondage of self. God is always interested in being with us. He wants to be in our every day, in a perfect love relationship of equality and respect. Let us continue on in verses 22 to 28. The likeness of the firmament above the heads of the living creatures was like the colour of an awesome crystal stretched out over their heads. And under the firmament their wings spread out straight, one toward another. Each one had two which covered one side, and each one had two which covered the other side of the body. When they went, I heard the noise of their wings, like the noise of many waters, like the voice of the Almighty, a tumult like the noise of an army, and when they stood still they let down their wings. A voice came from above the firmament that was over their heads. Whenever they stood, they let down their wings. And above the firmament over their heads was the likeness of a throne, in appearance like a sapphire stone. On the likeness of the throne was a likeness with the appearance of a man high above it. Also from the appearance of his waist and upward I saw, as it were, the colour of amber with the appearance of fire all around within it. And from the appearance of his waist and downward I saw, as it were, the appearance of fire with brightness all around. Like the appearance of a rainbow in a cloud on a rainy day, so was the appearance of the brightness all around it. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. So when I saw it, I fell on my face and I heard a voice of one speaking. How majestic! How marvellous! How wonderful! Ezekiel's strange vision of clouds and fires, light and lightning, creatures in the wind, wheels within wheels and the throne above the firmament gives us a glimpse into heaven. Both Ezekiel and us today can testify that God's glory is not restricted to a sacred place. The fact that God's glory is seen in a place of exile where false perceptions of God and the world seem to be in control, brings us hope, comfort, deliverance, and ultimate victory. God reigns over all the earth forever eternal. He transcends space and time dimensions, yet steps down into our world to elevate us into His. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name.